This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Hello everyone. Takaho. Selamat datang. Konnichiwa. Hola. 안녕하세요. Assalamu alaikum. And Kiora. Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz.
Sejujurnya diriku masih mengharapkanmu Listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. Kira everyone, I'm Arina, the station's community connector, and we are here today for another Connecting Cultures Features show. So, as you heard, Connecting Cultures Features would feature interviews with the multicultural people of the Nidan, but today, uh. Today, because of lockdown, I'll be doing a information, um, an information episode about COVID nineteen lockdowns, um, and where to find resources for the multicultural and multi ethnic communities. Um, so let's start with. The COVID vaccine. I've already got my first dose of Pfizer vaccine last week. Um, so what I did was a walk walk in uh, at Antidote Gardens. So there are a lot of pharmacies and places that do um, walk ins as well. So. They yeah so um it really speeds up the process of getting everyone vaccinated because um my group would be the last group and they haven't opened the um the they haven't opened the bookings yet um while I'm talking about bookings as of today vaccination bookings are open for. 30 plus year olds. So if you are in that age group, it'll be good and very very good to do your bookings.、Um, so how to do your bookings? You can book by you can book using the COVID nineteen gov New Zealand website. So it's really simple. I've tried booking.、Um, Like I've had a look at it, and it's actually really simple to do. And you can book online, and then they'll give you all the options for、um, appointments near your area, and also like timings as well. So you can definitely choose which time is the best for you. So who can book now?、Uh, if you're age thirty or over, or you are in groups one, two, or three, you can book your vaccinations now. Parents or guardians who are eligible to book for a vaccination can also book for a vaccination for any twelve to fifteen year olds in their whānau.、Um, it was such a good experience,、um, like、um, at the. When I went to Antidote Gardens,、um, there were parents who brought their children,、uh, and it's good to see that, you know,、um, that's going to speed up the process so that the household would be all vaccinated,、uh, and that keeps everyone safe.、Um, 
Also, the list of essential workers who can get vaccinated as part of Group 2 has been expanded. Um, so if you are an essential worker and it might not be like the definition of an essential worker you were thinking of, you might want to look at the list because um, they've really expanded the definition of, exp- of um, the definition of essential workers and you might get to do your bookings early. Um, and also bookings for everyone age 12 and over will be open on 1st September. So for everyone who might not be able to do walk-ins, uh, you can do your bookings from 1st September, which is next week. Um, exciting. And if you need assistance during your appointment and when you book your vaccination, you'll be asked if you require assistance during your equipments. So the kinds of assistance uh, includes a New Zealand sign language interpreter, support to make decisions. Uh, you might also be able to get assistance to move around, a longer appointment time so that you can make your booking time, a quiet or low sensory environment, or more space to move around. And so if you book online, there will be a space where you can mention all the assistance you might need. So they will contact you further so that you can get the requirements you need at the vaccination site. Yay. Um, another thing that is worth mentioning uh, for my multi-ethnic friends is that if you need a language interpreter if English is not your main language you can book over the phone so um, I'm speaking in English right now but if you know someone who needs help to book uh, for the vaccine it is you know reach out to your neighbors you might have neighbors who you know might need uh, assistance with their language um like get in touch with them, tell them that they can book over the phone uh, so they can call the COVID vaccination health line on 0800-282926. And all these, all the calls are free. Uh, everyone is, the team is available to contact seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, and just ask for an interpreter saying that um, the language that you might be needing. Yes. And for Dunedin, there's a drive-thru vaccination center as well at uh, Ega Center. I know some of my friends have went there and it was such a smooth process getting thousands of of people vaccinated in a day. Um, that's really a good... Re- that's a really good option if you don't mind waiting in a car. And, you know, we're all here trying to make each other feel safe. So I think um, get in your car and just <laughs> drive through the vaccination center if the walk-ins or bookings are not your preferred options. Um, yes. So that is... The updates I have about the COVID-19 vaccination. So just to recap about how to book, uh, if you need more assistance during your bookings, if you need more assistance um, during your appointments, um, you can find all these resources on the covid19.govt.nz website. 
Uh, yes. And you can also... Well, I, I'm currently on the website right now. And it's on the tab. It says languages. So you can actually just translate the whole page in the language you need. Which is very good, actually. Um, yes. So it'll be very easy for my language... Um, for my multi-ethnic language, for my multi-ethnic friends out there who might need other languages than English, who might prefer, who might prefer um, other languages than English. Yes. Uh, besides that, another resource that I think is quite valuable to talk about today is Citizens Advice Bureau. So due to COVID-19 alert level 4, Citizens Advice Bureaus are not open face-to-face, of course, but you can get help by calling 0800-367-222 using live chat or by emailing. So of course, with all the changes um nationwide there will be a lot of things around your rights that you wouldn't be um sure about so um if you look at the website and you search your right uh as like COVID 19 there's a lot of rights that you might want to know more about which i won't like read them here but things around like um what can I do if I if I think my workplace is putting my health at risk of getting COVID-19? Um, can my employer make me get a COVID-19 test? Um, things around like... Is there financial assistance for tenants who are having difficulty paying their rent? Um, things around... Can my landlord increase my rent during COVID-19 pandemic? Um, Can my flatmates ask me to leave because I have tested positive for COVID-19? You know, things that's really specific to COVID-19 and relates back to your right as a person. I think if you have like that question you need to know about like New Zealand laws and, you know, um, especially if you're not, familiar with like laws and maybe you came from a different country before New Zealand I think uh, Citizens Advice Bureau is definitely a really good resource for you to look at uh, and for you to really understand your rights because you don't want well we don't want people to be exploited um, over a pandemic Um, yes so yeah, look at Citizens Advice Bureau, a really good resource. Uh, learn about your rights. Um, very important. So today I'll be speaking about like COVID-19 resources and how the multi-ethnic and multicultural people can uh, get these resources and what's available f- uh, specifically for them. Um, so I got an email from the Ministry of uh, ethnic communities about Asian helpline. So we have received the following information from the Asian Family Services. Our Asian helpline is available for anyone who needs brief health and well-being intervention. 
We're here to help and are here for you. Call us on 0800-862-342. I'll repeat that again. 0800-862-342. So the call is free and confidential. We have a, we have a team of qualified counselors who speak English, Mandarin, Cantonese, Korean, Japanese, Vietnamese, Thai, and Hindi. So we are here. We are available from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday to Friday. And for more information, visit AsianFamilyServices.nz. So that is Asian Family Services. I've actually met with some of the people、uh, from that organization during a conference, which I think was the International Education Conference. They were speaking about、um, the services they do for international students,、um, which was something I was passionate about being an international student advocate. So、uh, it's really good to hear from them now. It's really good to hear from them, knowing that、um, they are here with us over COVID,、um, and also helping those who need、um, counseling、uh, and speak English, Mandarin, Cantonese, Korean, Japanese, Vietnamese, Thai, and Hindi.、Um, Yeah, this might not be something you need, but it might be something your neighbors need. So. If you hear, if you know someone who might be valuable of these research, of these resource, so please、um, tell them about Asian Family Services. Dot nz. Um, another another email I got from the Ministry of Ethnic Communities is that、um, they have created like. YouTube videos about golden rules for level four in different languages, which is very good because it's very visual and for people who might not use English as their main language, this is very useful for them.、Um, so you can find the videos on their Facebook page, so Ministry of Ethnic Communities Facebook page. Or it's also on their YouTube channel, so Ministry of Ethnic Communities New Zealand Facebook page. Ah,、uh, sorry, <laughs> YouTube page. Um, so I might list all the languages they have, um, which talks about the golden rules for level four. Um, they have one in Punjabi, they have one in Arabic, they have one in Cantonese, they have one in Mandarin. They have one in Spanish. They have one in Hindi. They have one in Tagalog. They have one in Urdu. They have one in Farsi, and they have one in Portuguese. So, yep, ten languages、um, as of today that I know of、um, that is part of the list for. Uh, golden rules. Golden rules for level four updates、um, in different languages. So, very, very good. Very resourceful. If you know someone who might want this resource,、um, you know it'll be just great to share because you never know who might benefit.、Um, 
that resource on your Facebook um, page, on your Facebook timeline, you know? Um, yes. But before I go on to the next resource, I do want to talk about like mental health and like my personal experience with the lockdown and everything. Because I know there will be a lot of people out there who are still shocked and felt like this lockdown was a little too sudden uh, because we were just living life as normal and suddenly like bam because <laughs> um, that, that's definitely something I felt as well so these are my personal experience you might not be able to relate to them and that's okay and if you can that's okay as well um, I believe that we all have different opinions and different stories to share and that is totally fine um, but yeah I just want to share some tips that might work for you because it worked for me um, so I remember that when lockdown started, I was feeling very, like, anxious about it because, like, nobody knew the answers. It was just, like, the first lockdown. But at least for the first lockdown, we kind of knew it was coming because it was, like, from level one and then level three and then level four. But this one was, like, level one to level four. <laughs> so I was like, ah, but it's okay. Um... Something that's different for this year's lockdown than last year's was that I started working. So I work at Otago Access Radio now and that is very different to what I did last year because last year I was a student and last year I was navigating with, with like um, student politics and um, studies um, and that was like hard as well. It's a different kind of um, experience too because I'm fully working from home from 10 to 5. Um, but yeah, everything is all good. I learned a new skill working from home using a broadcaster. So if you don't know what that is, it's a it's basically a radio station, a mini radio station, which plugs into your computer and you can work from home, <laughs> um, which is how I'm speaking to all of you today. Um, but yeah, that was something I did over the, oh, so that was something, that was something I had to experience, um, that, that change, right? Just like figuring out what I'm supposed to do, but I have very supportive people around me, which makes life easier. And I'm so glad about that. Um, what else? Oh, so I think one of the biggest things that helped me was I started journaling. Well, I do journal, but I started journaling more over the lockdown just to like clear my head. So when I was like feeling so anxious that day, which which was probably like the second day of lockdown, because the first day of lockdown, I was like quite depressed, like couldn't even like um reach out to anyone because i was just so, still trying to figure out what i was supposed to do but the second day of lockdown was more like um okay have to do something you know um just like um because i don't want to be anxious the whole time and i realized that i was i realized that i was 
feeling quite um, low and that's yeah that's when I realized that I need to do something about it um, which I did I journaled um, like some of my journaling prompts over that week was what am I anxious about and yeah so just listing down everything every single one thought that you have in your mind um just put it down it can be as simple as um i'm afraid if my groceries are gonna run out or i'm afraid if i i will get the virus i'm afraid if my family is unsafe uh, wherever they are um in the world and yeah i think some of the thoughts that I personally had was that um, I felt like I wasn't sure if I can do it again. Um, but yeah, I think over once you once you identify your thoughts, it really helped to to tackle them one by one because you might not be it might not be just one thing it might be like a million things going on inside your head and now you're just like oh okay it's actually a lot of things that's why you're feeling anxious but the main thing is that you wrote them down and that's very important um so that you can actually physically see them and there's something about feeling safe that your thoughts are in a journal written um for me personally it makes me feel more organized it's like oh i've written everything inside my head it's all out there and it's not in my head you know there's a feeling of like compartmentalizing your thoughts um which really helped me as someone who frequently journals um to ease my anxiety um yeah, and I also heard that, you know, if journaling and like writing down things may not work for you, you can record yourself talking. It's, it'll be like an audio diary. Or you can film yourself talking if that's something that you are more comfortable with. You don't have to watch it. You don't have to read your journals. You don't have to listen to it again. The thing about journaling is that you're not writing to read them. You're writing to just like let it all out. Um, and I think that's one of the misconceptions about um, journaling is that you might trigger yourself again when you reread them. And who says you do? Um, you don't need to read them. You can just let it be. Uh, yeah, another journaling prompt I did after that one uh, after the and what am I feeling anxious about was what are the things I'm what are the things I can look forward to over the lockdown um, there's so many things um, it was a chance for me to um, really focus on myself because I don't have other people outside of my bubble to to think about that sounds very selfish sorry it's like um you don't have to meet up with people with friends and you there's no social expectations that you have to do during this time of lockdown so you can focus on yourself 
because that's definitely something I felt. I felt like, oh, this is the best time to reevaluate my priorities and whether I still like these people or not, or <laughs> do I still need to engage with them? Do I still like? And also on like the positive side, like, are there people who I need to engage with, um, and which I am not doing the best I can, um. Yeah, so you know, you want to reevaluate your connections, the connections you have with people, because there are so many things in the world that you know, without lockdown, things are going so fast. Like you go to work, you do, and then you have you might have work events, and then you might meet up with friends, and then you have family stuff, and then you go home, and then. Like the amount of time you have for yourself, it's quite limited when you are doing life as normal. But now with lockdown, you have more time with yourself. And I know for some people that can be really scary. Like, um, yeah, it is scary. Like to be on your own with your thoughts, it's so scary. But, um, you know, growth is when it's uncomfortable. If it felt uncomfortable, you're probably growing. That's that's why um, that's why we need times to reflect on ourselves and whether or not we are doing the best we can um, with ourselves. Whether we're using our time um, wisely, whether things can actually be moved online and not be done in person, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, so that's one of the things I was looking forward to, like focusing on myself. Um, other things was like the amount of time I have to do things that I might not have time otherwise. So things like cooking more. Um, that's definitely something I've been doing more now that I'm working from home. Well, especially because all the restaurants are closed, so I don't really have any options <laughs> to uh, buy takeaways. But um, saving money from that actually very good. Um, cooking more. I've been painting more. I used to paint a lot during my high school years, and then I kind of stopped because I went to boarding school. Um, but you know, when I'm painting, it felt very like like it's like I'm connecting back to my younger self, and that's really it's such a good feeling. I I've definitely felt like. Oh, like, I can't believe I'm 22, you know? Like, I still feel like I'm 14 when I'm painting. Um, and I'm not saying that painting is something that you do, you don't, like, adults don't do. It's something, that's something, that's my experience. Like, for me, I painted a lot when I was young, and then I rarely do it um, as I grow older. Yeah, um, yeah, so cooking, painting, what else do I do? Um... I've definitely talked to my family more. My family back home in Malaysia, like my grandparents and my aunties and all. Like before this, um, I would have work and like the travel from getting to work and home and thinking about what to eat and all that. That's actually really exhausting. So I, I don't really have the energy to talk to anyone else after work. <laughs> but now that... I don't meet anyone. I kind of have like a lot of time to talk to people on 
um, FaceTime or uh, WhatsApp video call. And yes, just many other ways to talk to families who are outside New Zealand now. Um, Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, so that's something I did over the lockdown f- to ease my anxiety. It might not work for you, but if it does, that's great. We are all here to support each other. We're all here on the same boat. Um, yeah, so I might stop <laughs> talking now. Let's have a song break. And after this, I'll be talking about some resources we might have for um, just people in general. We'll be right back.
Alright, we are back on Otago Access Radio, 105.4 FM. I'm Marina and I am hosting Connecting Cultures Features. Um, so this is a show for our multi-ethnic and multicultural communities in Dunedin and across New Zealand, if you're tuning into the podcast. Um, but today I was talking about COVID-19 vaccination bookings, resources, or in other languages. I also talked about some services that have um, come up to support the multi-ethnic communities. Um, and then I talked about my experiences um, dealing with anxiety over lockdown and what helped me personally um, to overcome that. Well, not really overcome, like probably just ease the anxiety, like everyone's still feeling a little anxious, but um, at least it's not at maximum level. <laughs> um Yay! So now I'm hoping that we can talk about some other resources, support services um, for people who are who might be feeling overwhelmed and need someone to talk to. Um, so I found this resource from the Dunedin Youth Council. Um, such a really good resource. I'm really glad that they came up with this um, resource on your Facebook page and I think it will be good to read out all the uh, resources available for people and also specifically young people in our Otipoti community. Um, so the first one is 1737. So 1737 is a mental health health line uh, and you can talk to a trained counsellor. So 1737 is available 24 hours a day. It is accessible by either calling or texting 1737. You will get to talk to or text with a trained counsellor or talk to a peer support worker. So their service is completely free. So I have a lot of good things to talk about um, about 1737 because they definitely helped me when I was trying to figure out how, like, what I needed to do. Um, they 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 got back to me quickly, like um, within. 30 minutes well I think it really depends on like the traffic they have um, but that was my experience with it they were really non-judgmental they were very um, they say things like I understand how you're feeling uh, do you know anyone who might be how you might get help you know they really prompt you with questions that you you need um, to hear which is very good. Um, I really recommend 1737 to those who might need it. Um, yes. So another resource is Gender Minorities Aotearoa. Uh, so it is a peer support peer support via email genderminorities at gmail.com or phone 404 92568. So, yeah, gender minorities Aotearoa. If you um, fit into that that um, umbrella of being a gender minority, another, um, another support for 
Youth is Youthline. So Youthline has a range of counseling services available. Many of their counseling services are free and others are very affordable. Their phone counseling service is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, um, 3, 6, 5 days a year. So they're open every time. And you can call them on 0800-376-6633 or you can text them on 234 between 8 a.m. to midnight um, and you can chat with a counselor or online between the hours of 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily. Um, yeah, so if you want to know more about the counseling services they have uh, on Youthline, you can look at their website because there's a lot of services that you can um, get from them if you need um, that help. Uh, another another resource for youth, um, specifically Rainbow Youth, is Rainbow Youth. Um, Rainbow Youth has a team of support workers available. If a young person is wanting peer support, please fill out the referral form on Rainbow Youth's website and a support worker will be in contact. Rainbow Youth also has an online chat support, which is available Monday to Friday between 3 to 5 p.m. You can access the support chat by clicking the chat icon on their website in the bottom right corner. Please note that Rainbow Youth can't provide crisis services. If you or someone you know is in danger, please get in touch with emergency services at 111 immediately. Um, so yeah, knowing that these um, support uh, helplines are not for emergency situations if you realize that it is a situation where someone is in danger uh, of their life or of their health um, it will be very uh, it will be a very wise decision to call emergency services right away uh, yes so another service is outline so outline has a phone line open every evening between 6 to 9 p.m you can call them on 0800-688-5463 you can also access the outline chat support services by clicking on the chat support service icon on their website the chat support service is also available every evening between 6 to 9 p.m. Outline support lines are answered by trained LGBTIQ plus volunteers. Um, yes, so another important resource that you have. Um, yes, yeah, so that is all that I could find uh, from the Danida Youth Council and even that was like a lot um, which is really good um, so this episode was about COVID um, lockdowns and the resources you can get for the multi-ethnic and multicultural community and I also talked about the some of my some of my experiences with anxiety and how how I help uh, how I tried to <laughs> ease that anxiety. I also talked about some um, youth 
resources that might be useful for um, those who might be needing support. Um, yeah, so I think for the last segment of the show, I would like to talk about the podcast that we have on Connecting Cultures Features and like some of the previous episodes that we have done over the show um, because Connecting Cultures Features is a weekly show so we've got a lot of um, content already about um, things that might interest the multi-ethnic community or just people in general about the multi-ethnic community um but something that i think would be really good for me to reflect on was um last week's episode because last week before which was recorded before lockdown um it was about um Japanese way to wellness and well-being. So I invited three people from the Japanese community at Otago. Uh, so hey, just caught and Emika, and they talked about their personal experiences being a Japanese, um, like half Japanese people, which is such a good and honest um experience to share to um to me and to everyone listening um and we talked about an article actually it was about japanese wellness and well-being and i'm not sure if people know this but the japanese people they have like really um very interesting mindsets about health and well-being and like um and like way of life um and which is something i am really interested in like if you look at like the health and wellness uh, section of books um and like spirituality and stuff there's a lot of like japanese focused self-care or well-being practices um which is based on books um and those books are actually based on like hundreds of years of practices which is like wow right (laughs) so on the last episode um we talked about five things which people might have heard of but not really like heard about it and it was really fun talking to actual half japanese people about it um and some of them knew what it was about some of them didn't know it was a thing some of them actually um like they practice it but they didn't know that it was an it has a name for it because it was so normalized how crazy is that um it's only when you compare it to a different culture or when you put culture outside of you is when you realize that oh i am doing this because it's a cultural thing not because it's a normal human being thing (laughs) which is so interesting um so i might just like recap on the five things we talked about because i i just feel like um it just really fit the content for today because it's it's around like wellness and well-being and things you can practice from home um especially over lockdown so the first thing was um ikigai so finding your life values um 
this is something I practiced because I was looking for myself. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Um, so Ikigai was about the reason waking up. Um, very interesting. There's four, like, four circles which um, overlaps. And if you find that one sweet spot in the middle, that's your reason to wake up in the morning. So these four things are... Um, what you love doing, what you're good at, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. So four things to think about. And if you find that you overlap some of the things, um, you realize that there are overlaps, that's your sweet spot and that's probably your reason to wake up in the morning and it might be something that you don't know right now and that's okay you know i think we're all figuring out what we're doing in life um but it's worth reflecting each couple of months or years um to see where you are at in your life because you know um you just want to stay motivated to get through this life as much as you can um yes ikigai second one we talked about was hara hachibu which is 80 percent fullness um so when you're eating making sure that you are not eating more than 80 percent um this is something that i remember we had this conversation on the last episode um one of them were like oh i thought that my mom was just saying that i should stop eating <laughs> but actually there is like um history backed up in this practice on why the Japanese people um practice eighty percent fullness um which is very good and um we also talked about like appreciation of food and um being appreciate appreciative of the um people who made the food um the process of people who helped to um get the like for example like the meat from traveled the meat um from the farm to the supermarkets the butchers and everything you know there's like a lot of process being made for the food to be on the table on the in the plate that you're eating um yeah so um yeah that was a really interesting conversation as well uh the third one we talked about shinrin yoku um and that is forest bathing um i really enjoyed this one and i think can we still do this over lockdown i'm not so sure but if you have a forest um (laughs) near your local area and if you are doing your walks um your sanity walks that's definitely something you should do. So, sorry, I didn't explain. Shinrin Yoku is forest bathing. So, it's about just being in the forest, breathing, um, and just immerse yourself in nature. Um, yeah, um, definitely something worth practicing, especially when we are inside and if we need time outside. Very good thing to do. Um the third, no, the fourth one is you. Hmm, this is something I can't pronounce, and um, it's spelled Y U I M A R U. Um, Yumaru. I think that's what um, uh, Sohei told me to. I think that's what Sohei pronounced um last time because uh, he helped me with it. 
Yumaru. So Yumaru is about your circle. So um, it's about like you are the average of five five people you spend most most time with. And I think even with this lockdown, um, we don't really have five people we're spending time with. <laughs> well, if you live in a big family, you might have. But like um, just being aware of your circle, and it can be people online, right? Um, and the last one was onsen, and I think a lot of people know this word, onsen. Um, it came from Japan. It is the Japanese hot spring rituals. Um, it's not just about putting yourself in hot water. It's There's a whole reason to do that. There's uh, traditions on like uh, bathing with people around, with family, sharing uh, communal, commun- communal baths. Um, there's so many things to read about. Um, and I'm really glad I had this conversation with uh, Emika, um, so hey and Jis. So if you are interested to hear more about that, you can find that in the last um, Connecting Cultures Features episode. Um, yeah, so I think this is a great time to end the show. Um, yes, so I'll probably hear from you again next uh, week um but as of today i hope everyone stays safe and sane in their bubbles i uh, remember that you know there are support systems available if you need them you are not alone everyone is in this ride together but if you do feel that you are alone Please get help. Um, don't be afraid to getting help. It's okay. Because I know it can be quite scary to talk to people for the first time and asking help for them. But but it is worth getting help. I promise you. Um, yes. So uh, thank you everyone for listening. Um, and... Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening. Join myself, Arina, the station's community connector for Connecting Cultures Features, featuring interviews with the multicultural people of Dunedin or f- about or uh, for this episode, resources for the multicultural people of Dunedin. Um, all right. See ya. Thanks for listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.